going on man talks tribe how are you doing today connor beaton here founder of man talks and i am so excited thank you for joining us uh this is our 100th episode we've started doing you know the midweek mini episodes and those seem to be getting some some popularity momentum and a lot of people have reached out and thrown their questions out there and and i've jammed on those topics and that's been great Uh, and i'm really excited today because we've done something a little bit different we've actually started to record uh, through video the conversation so uh, we record this conversation today with Jordana Tocacelli, who I interview, and we've posted that up on YouTube, and we've posted that, that, that up on Facebook as well. So if you want to watch the video, if you're tuning in through iTunes or Stitcher, um, and you want to watch the video of the, the conversation, the dialogue, feel free to jump onto our YouTube or Facebook channel, which is just Man Talks, uh, and you can check out the full video there. So today is all about relationships, about relationships, intimacy, it's about communication, it's about masculine-feminine dynamics, it's about what makes men attractive, what makes women attractive, you know, it's about bridging the communication gap between men and women that often happens and how to sort of interpret uh, and translate, you know, the other the other person. Um, so there's a lot of really incredible, incredible dialogue in here. There's a lot of really juicy topics. So you might want to grab a pen and paper because Jordana lays it down. It's awesome. Uh, so I hope you enjoy and uh, thank you for tuning in. And if you've been with us for a few episodes, thank you for being with us on this journey. And um, let me know who you would like me to interview in the future. We've had some pretty great guests lately. And I've also would love to know what your favorite episode is so far. I've had a few people reach out through Instagram lately uh, or through Facebook and, uh, you know, giving me some heads up around the people that they've loved. One of the most popular ones, one of our highest downloaded episodes is with Mark Manson, who wrote The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Um, that has had a ton of downloads. So if you haven't checked that one out, definitely go do that. But I would love to hear what your favorite episode is. So feel free to email me, info at mantalks.ca. Let me know through any of our social media channels. I would love to hear that. So uh, thank you very much. Thanks for being with us for these 100 episodes. And here's to 100 more. And let's welcome Giordana Tocicelli. So, Jordana, I'm so excited to have you on here, and I know so many people from the Man Talks community are really excited. I've had, I don't even know, I've had a lot of guys actually reach out and say, hey, can you interview this incredible woman who talks about masculine and feminine dynamics? And I think, you know, as men, we're always very intrigued with, like, what are women thinking? Yeah. What can we be doing differently? What can we be just be doing in general to make sure that uh, our partners are being taken care of and that we're attracting the right type of mate. That yeah. mate sounds so old school, right? But like the right track. Soulmate. Soulmate, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so just, you know, I, I gave all of our listeners a little bit of insight into what you do in terms of the work that you do. But maybe if you just paraphrase it for us so that our listeners have an understanding of, uh, you know, of what you do. Sure. Um, I I always say that I demystify men for women and I demystify women for men. And so I think that when you really understand where the other person is coming from um, in their emotional world, what their primal needs are, you know, what those kind of 
uh, subconscious inner drives towards relationship are, you can give them what they want and, and it just makes it a lot easier. You, you know, you become attractive when you're representative of, of that, which the other person wants. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so that's what we're going to kind of talk today about. Um, I think we're going to dive into maybe dating first, you know, and and kind of like that single life. And then we can talk about the relationship dynamics, how to have a healthy relationship. And, uh, and then maybe we'll explore some, some intimacy pieces after um, get get frisky in in the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. So let's, so let's talk about dating because I think, you know, a lot of the guys in the, in the, in our community, this is, you know, there's a lot of single guys in the man talks community. There's a lot of single guys listening to this. Yeah. (laughs) There we go. Um, and you know, I, guys all the time are, are reaching out and it's just like, you know, when I go on a first date, what are some of the, like the do's and don'ts or in that first couple months, um, you know, what are the most important pieces when I'm just starting to date somebody that I'm interested in? So yeah. from a woman's perspective, what are some of those pieces that we can look out for? Totally. I think when you're, when you're first start, I like when you're in the, okay, so let's talk about a date. Mm-hmm. So a woman loves it when, um, you know, when you reach out and you're, you're reaching out from a kind of a steady and measured place with yourself, you're not putting her on a pedestal, but you're still admiring her. And, you know, you're saying, Hey, um, whatever, you know, you're asking her on a, da- on a date, you start conversation very naturally. And then you provide just like masculine direction and you say, would you like to go here, do this to this? And when you show up, um, on the date, just have it really planned out, you know, choose, choose an awesome place. Um, just wow her, you know, just wow her with your generosity, with your direction, with your planning, uh, take her out. If there, if there's any situation, you know, that you're going to be awkward about decide beforehand how you're going to act. So for example, if you want to pay for the date then get clear on that, if you don't then get clear on that. So anything that is going to create uncertainty for her, just, just have it thought out beforehand and just kind of guide the process. And you're going to really see her really relax and be like, wow, mm-hmm. like this man, this man's amazing. He's not uh, waiting for me to, you know, he's asking me what I want and he's taking me into consideration, but he's, he's really thought this out. He's got a plan. And I think that for the feminine energy is, in, is an incredible turn on. So you've given some insight into dating and what we can do. And it's interesting because, um, you know, what you said was like, pick a great place, and and find something that you know will be will be fun and engaging and you and and i think what you really touched on is this you know at the very end is something about the the feminine dynamic or the feminine essence and the masculine essence and i think that this is something that's really really important to talk about because there's there's sort of like a few trains of thought out there you know some people think like oh there's no difference between men and women mm-hmm. and women are all the same they think yeah. the same. they are the same etc 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 and then there's a different school of thought um which is pretty mainstream which is like you know there are some communication differences biological differences etc mm-hmm. and, and from what i hear from you this is this is about like the masculine energy your masculine yeah. essence and the feminine essence so can you unpack that a little bit for us Sure. I mean, um, I see it everywhere, you know, in my Uber drive over here, uh, the guy's like, you know, he's from India and he's here in New York and he's the, an Uber driver. And he's like, uh, so what do you do? And I'm like, I'm a relationship expert. And he like starts spilling the beans, you know, and like how his wife disrespects him. And it's because he's not showing up masculine. I mean, textbook, he's doing certain things and she's becoming more masculine. And, um, 
you know, just, just in the ways they think and the, the ways they approach things. Absolutely. I think um, it's a great thing to be progressive where we're all wanting to uh, find equality. But I mean, look at anything, you know, look at your company. If everyone was a CEO and not everyone was help by the marketing or if only if there was only one role, that company wouldn't work. And so I think that those differences are absolutely there. I mean, when I get women talking and they finally get vulnerable, it's always there, those desires for that masculine man. Everybody has masculine and feminine within them. You know, I couldn't run a company the way that I do if I didn't have like a masculine energy. But when it comes to my man, I want to express, I want to be the woman, you know. And so some people are going to want more equal relationships without polarity. There's a certain percentage of them, but there's a huge and large demographic of people that um, don't realize how much these dynamics are guiding their relationship problems and their desires. Mm, yeah, I think it's a really good perspective because, you know, from from my past, uh, you know, relationships and dating history, um, I tend to be in relationships with very feminine women, like with a very feminine essence, because that's like, I'm generally on the other end of the spectrum where, you know, I like to make those choices and decisions. And I like to, you know, be the one that's like taking care of some of those pieces, mm-hmm. which is very like, um, what I'm hearing a very masculine dynamic and masculine energy. <clears throat> and I've also dated those women um, who are in the outside world in very masculine roles, right? So like my current partner, you know, runs her own business, is very successful. Mm. And so it's interesting to be in that type of dynamic where like as a man, it's even more important to stand in that space of masculine energy, right? Yeah, so, yeah totally. So, and I think, that, I think that we see that a, a lot more now, right? Like we have a, there's, which is great because there's a lot of women that are, that are, you know, in the corporate world, that are running their own businesses and that, you know, take on, this sort of masculine energy. Yeah, we we've had to. Yeah. Yeah. And f- and from a lot of them what I what I've heard from them is like it can be challenging to find a guy who who's a comfortable with that and and b who will create the space within the relationship so that she can relax into her feminine. Right? Yes, yes, yes. And I mean the, and you have both per- yes, absolutely. I mean and you have both perspectives there. I always tell women uh you know I always say a, a very quick little thing, you know, women some women fall into the camp of, you know, I just want to find a more man a man that's more dominant than I am because I'm very dominant, right? Mm-hmm. And I always uh say how would you feel if a man said to me I want to find a more feminine woman because I'm very feminine. Mm. You know, and immediately they're like, oh, no, that's not going to (laughs) work. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, you have to know, you have to know uh, the power of both of those energies within you. But, but, but a very, very strong woman who's, who's in her masculine, who wants a a masculine guy. Yeah. She's going to need a man who, who's naturally asserted in his masculine energy. Yeah. So, so let's unpack that for some of the listeners, because I think it's good to, to clarify and, and sort of um, identify what those different energies are. So let's yeah. just start with, let's just start with the feminine. What does the feminine sort of energy or essence look like to your perspective? Like when a woman is living in that feminine essence, how does she show up in a relationship? And, and what are some of the things that, that, that we can identify? Sure. So for example, if a woman's on a date in her masculine energy, she's going you know, she's very directed. She has an agenda. Let's say this is a woman's date online, right? And it's the first, their first date. She's going to see, you know, 
does he fit the bill or not? I'm going to go in and I'm going to go out. I'm focused. You know, I'm going to go in there and just get it done. Bam. And I'm in my head and, and, you know, kind of my energy's in my head and my shoulders. And if she's in her feminine energy, she's completely relaxed. She's in her heart. She's in her womb. She, she's moving in there. She's going in there. She's chatting away. She's having fun. She's lighting everything up. You know, she's just, um, connecting. She, she doesn't, when you're in your masculine, you're not showing your emotions. They're kind of veiled. You're in your agenda. You know, you're all about protecting from vulnerability, right? Because masculine energy is protection. So if I show vulnerability in a world that can take you out, if you do, and a woman's like, I'm vulnerable. Like I have all these emotions. I'm going to share them and I'm not going to filter them. And I'm going to connect with your heart and I'm going to nurture you. So those are two very different energies. So that's an example of a woman showing on a date. And if she shows on the date in her masculine energy, she'll, she'll also have an agenda. So she'll be like um, taking control of things. Um, if the man wants to help her out, open the door. Her heart might say, wow, I would love for him to open the door. I feel amazing. But she'll be like, no, no, you don't have to. Mm. You know, and she'll, she'll kind of um, not show vulnerability. So those are just some examples. Yeah. Nice. Of the difference. Yeah. Nice. And so for some women that maybe like live in that more, um, well, actually, before I go into that, let's talk about some of the masculine energy then. Um, yeah. so, so you've kind of, you kind of touched on some parts of what that would look like uh, for women, you know, if they're living in the masculine versus if they're living in their feminine, what is the more masculine energy look like, feel like, and, and how does that show up, you know, within men and women? So in, in, um, you can see a masculine man. I mean, you can see me smiling immediately. I mean, obviously I'm going to my partner thinking right now, but, um, you know, the way that he's sitting is he's taking up space. His legs are, are wide. His, his body's kind of relaxed, but he's like an oak tree. He's very grounded and very planted, right? So he's all, a woman's going to feel that he's not easy to knock down. There's a certain solidity to him. Um, and he's just, he's in charge. Like you know, she feels herself relaxing because he's got a plan. You know, when he anticipates, foresight is a very important masculine quality. So I'm going to think ahead because feminine is about being in the moment. She wants to tune into your heart, into your emotions. She wants to nurture and everything, but she needs to know that you ha- you've got it basically in order for her to kind of focus on those things. So she's going to want to know that, yeah, you're anticipating awkward moments. You're anticipating moments where she's not go- want go- going to look to that masculine leadership or be given that space to be herself in safety. Um, and so she's definitely going to be wanting that. Mm, nice, nice. Yeah, I mean, you know, if there's there's kind of like um, in David Data's work, he talks about this sort of like masculine and feminine essence. And there's a few other people out there that talk about this quite frequently. Yeah. And And from what I've seen is like, I think the really big piece that you talked about is that grounding, you know, that like that masculine presence, like being in the moment and like very, um, very focused, very aware. And I think where a lot of guys really struggle is that they're in their brain, right? Yeah. They're just constantly like thinking and they they perceive listening to be thinking, right? Yeah. Hearing the like they're they're listening to their the the woman across from them and then they're just like thinking about it and making judgments and and it's just constantly up here and what I hear the difference that you're making the distinction is that a very masculine energy is a little bit more in his body and, and like yeah. aware of that presence and that space he's taking up and so it's yeah. not just about his thoughts but it's about his body his energy you know yeah. maybe like what's happening around him but just like very deep 
presence to that to that moment. Yeah, presence presence to the moment and also presence in his life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he is 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 it does he have no direction is he feeling lost in life and hey we all go through moments right seasons in life where we we feel off center and we we get thrown for we get we're spinning our wheels but in general um is your life on a course on a direction you know and and is that direction in which you're going kind of like a tree that can cast shade so that other people can come in and find refuge you know are you building something that other people want to come to so a woman will feel like she'll feel it deep deep within her oh this person's this man is safe I can relax around him I don't have to be looking at all the threats I mean does he have his finances in order um does he know where he's going does he uh have this date covered or is are we going to have awkward moments when the bill comes or are we going to have um you know uh not know where to go or is he going to be so trying to please me uh he's trying to get because you can't lead what you're trying to get validation from right Mm -hmm. So, so, you know, you can't lead a woman, a a percentage of us is going to want validation from, of course, from the person that we're attracted to. Does he find me attractive? You know, am Mm -hmm. I hot? You know, (laughs) all that stuff. And you're going to have that nervous energy, which is awesome, which is exciting energy. It's that uncertainty. But, but I think that, um, but at the same time, can you hold space for that nervousness, but also lead, like find that place within you where it's like, no, this is taken care of. I've got this. I can create a space where you can just relax and let that inner feminine radiance come out. Yeah, it is. It is kind of like the you know dance, right? Like salsa, yeah. and, and and it works really well when when like that one person is stepping into that one not role but into that one energy, right? It's an energy, because, yeah. Because it could go either way, right? Like yeah. you know, in a, in a dance, a woman could lead, but it would be uh, it would be assuming that sort of energy, right? Exactly. That masculine energy. Of, of, of making those choices and like guiding where things are going to go. And I think what you said is really, really important because um, it, how did you phrase it again? You can't lead what you're looking for validation from? Is that? Yeah, you can't lead what you're seeking validation from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so huge because I think, you know, it seems like a lot of guys go into dates, you know, wanting to make sure and starting to date women, wanting to make sure that that, that other person is attracted to them and, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so, how does how does that sort of like weaken um, the dynamic if if a guy's looking to get something out of out of that context? Uh, oh gosh, you know this conversation is so good because I literally feel like I could go twenty directions with this. Um, so I'll put it into the okay. So since we're talking to a lot of guys, I'll, I'll say this: if if a woman shows up on a date and you're out on a date with her and she's like obsessed about the way she looks, she's like obsessed about impressing you with her achievements. She's uh, obsessed about, um, she's, she's like trying to get you to open up, but it doesn't feel like authentic. It's like she's trying. You're going to pull away, right? You're going to say, oof, what's this person doing? What's this woman doing? But if she shows up and she's authentic and her, you know, she's feminine and she's letting you open doors and she's connecting with you and she's relaxed, um, you're going to be very attracted to that. So I think we can feel nervous and want to impress, but at the same time, not go so off center that we're, you know, validate me, validate me, or I'm trying to impress you to the degree where I can't connect with you. Mm, I can't nice. create space. I can't create space for you. Nice. Nice. Um, and then in, in terms of, uh, you know, things that allow 
women to see that that uh, or or any any gender to see that like somebody's in their masculine energy. So let's say mm-hmm. somebody wants to embody their masculine energy. Mm-hmm. Some of the pieces that uh, that people can do. So for the guys that are listening out there, it sounds like things like choosing a place to go, you know, yeah. and and <clears throat> making making the initiative. So I think what what I see more and more is and what I hear from from your from this conversation is a sense of like assertiveness. Right? Yes, yes, and, yes. Assertiveness, decisiveness. Mm-hmm. Yes. So how important is that in order to help a woman sort of like relax into her feminine essence? Oh my gosh, it's everything. And I would say even establishing certainty, mm-hmm. right? If you can establish certainty. So for example, everyone's afraid of rejection, you know, but if you can get over to the fact that as a man, a woman wants you to come across the room most of the time and just talk to her and get to know her and just assert yourself. And then, you know, if she shows Satan that she doesn't want it, you move on to the, a better woman. Mm. But, but that sense of, of you know, I, I, I get it from women all the time. Why isn't he initiating? Why aren't they initiating? Why, why isn't he just telling me what we should, you know, what he wants? Why is he not establishing that direction? Mm. And so, get, so I would say get clear yourself as a man. Mm. You know, because, you know, Connor, this is this all doesn't start in the moment, right? It, it starts on your own with your own relationship with yourself. So, you know, as a man, um, who are your male role models? You know, um, who did you have a strong father figure? Did you not? So that's something that you need to look at. Did you have a strong female mother figure? That's going to impact the dynamics, because if you had a very uh, strong, like single mother uh, you might have as a child integrated um, that the feminine gives to you, that mm. the feminine is more decisive than you. And so you, you relate to the feminine from son to mother, not from leader, man to woman, you know, so you need to kind of go into those places within yourself and, and um, get clear. And then what do I want with women? Do I just want to have sex? Do I want a relationship? What do I want? Okay, so what type of woman am I going to be going for? And women respond to that confident, assertive decisiveness hmm. <laughs> big time. Yeah, yeah. I think like I think back to my past, and I think to a lot of the guys that I've worked with, and usually where there's confusion or where trouble starts to happen is where there's a lack of clarity and communication in terms of what we want from our end, right? And yeah. usually there's a, you know, there's guys where they'll go through a phase where they, they don't want a relationship, but yeah. they also don't want to communicate that because they, they're afraid that if they say, Hey, I don't want a relationship. Um, I'm just looking for, you know, a physical connection with somebody. Oh, you can say it. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah. so, but I think a lot of men will avoid saying that and it yeah. causes more issues down the road than anything, right? Totally, totally. Yeah. And I think uh, men, men avoid the emotionality of women, like the, the woman, you know, when it's very intensely emotional or they really disappoint women. This is why so many men ghost women. Why you go on YouTube and you put, why did he pull away? And there are like 300 YouTube videos, right? <laughs> he, just, he just left and disappeared. <laughs> Y'all not communicating. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, you can say to a woman, "This is this is what I want." And if if you are uh, still kind of showing up as a as a masculine man, you're still not going to have a shortage of a lot of interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it, this reminds me of the story of how Steve Jobs met his wife, and he spoke at a conference. And when he was speaking, he saw this woman in the audience that he was just like drawn to, and he was one of those like very I romantic. Yeah, like very decisive, like highly 
you know, um, direct kind of guy. And he was notorious for being overly direct. But anyway, after the conference was done, he walked up to her and basically was like, you, I'm attracted to you and I'm going to take you out for dinner. Yeah. That's how my partner did with me. Really? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Oh. And then when we were on our first date, he's like, well, you and I are going to have a relationship and blow. And I was like, Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But inside I was like, what? And and then, then, but I was like, I was like, I kind of like that. That's really cool. (laughs) Yeah. And it was funny because she, she got interviewed Steve Jobs, you know, uh, widow, widow now, but she was interviewed after and she was like, I wasn't even like really thinking about it. I wasn't really attracted to him. I wasn't really present to that. And then his sort of like decisiveness and directness, she's like, I really like, I really found that certainty like attractive. And it was one of the things. And so she, you know, she eventually, after he pursued her a little bit, she was like, okay, let's, let's go on this date. And then, you know, they hit it off from there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's because it calls into the feminine in us as women, right? That, oh my God, like if he's that assertive, that creates safety because then I don't have to be guessing. I don't have to be looking out. I know, mm-hmm. and I'm safe and I know where things stand. You know, I tell, I, I started sharing the story recently. I, my partner doesn't even know half of the things I share, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, no, He's so private. Um, but I share the story where, you know, we'd gone on one of our dates and I was starting to, I wanted to open him up you know, I wanted to kind of get him to open up, but it was almost like agenda driven. Like I really wanted him to open up to me. Mm. And he, he stopped me in my tracks. He literally said, I know what you're doing. You're trying to open me up. You do that with other men. It's not going to work with me. You don't need to do that. And I was like, wow, that was really cool. Mm. You know? So, so there's a, there's a sense of, of, yeah, like setting limits, assertive, um, clarity, confidence, Mm. decisiveness. And you, you get that you're decisive when you don't have a lot of time for fluff. Mm. You know what I mean? When you're on a purpose and you're building something and you're on a mission, you just don't have time for a lot of the other drama. Mm-hmm. So um, how you fill your life outside is what, is what naturally will make that masculine energy come out. You, you don't go chasing masculine energy. It's already within you. And it comes out when you're in service, when you're, you're becoming competent when you're finding out who you are, you're testing your edges, when you're connected to your, your emotions, you know, that's, that's Mm. when it comes out. Nice. Nice. I like that. So, I mean, this is kind of like some dating stuff. So let's, let's shift uh, the conversation a little bit around relationships, because I think we also have a pretty big population of guys that uh, are in the man talks community and and women who tune into this as well, um, who are in, you know, long-term relationships or, yeah so they're married right and they're having kids and totally like totally um, and so let's let's dive into the relationship dynamics and how you know how these pieces fit into there because we actually had a great question um because i i posted on on my facebook that i was going to be interviewing you awesome. so many people had great questions and so saul actually asked a question um about conscious relationships and and that you know two people face their own shadows and support each other to heal their wounds. Um, and, and this is talked about a lot within relationship dynamics that when we get into, you know, a, a good relationship or, or a long-term relationship that it's going to call forth those, those wounds and shadow, you know, shadow parts within us. And so, really? um, yeah. And so he's basically like asking, yeah, how do you manage that? And, um, how do you manage that? And how do you know when it's healing versus when it's just, you know, um, 
activating the pain body within each of us and, and our, and our emotional wounds. And it's not productive for our healing and it's just causing us to relive that constantly. Yeah. That's a very good question. Um, so how do you know? Um, so when, when your shadow starts to come out, you're not doing shadow work if you're caught up in drama patterns and they're destructive and dysfunctional, that's not shadow work. Mm -hmm. That's your shadows leading and directing the entire thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And so shadow work is when you can look at those parts within you and you have the tools to talk them and handle them with your partners so that you can overcome them. Mm -hmm. So if you're constantly in this like dynamic and you're just saying, Oh, it's my shadow. and, And you're in this dysfunction, that's not shadow work you're in drama, you're, you're in your drama, you're in your complexes coming out in your relationship. You know, there's power struggle, there's headbutting, there's codependence, and there's all those fun, fun things that I think we've all been through. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's a really, really good distinction, like really, really good, because I think we can all identify that we've been in one of those relationships that whether it was codependency or or whatever dysfunction was showing up, it was just dysfunction, not healing of those wounds. Exactly. Not healing of those wounds. Yeah. And that's a really good distinction. And I think that that, you know, if you can sit with it and, and feel into the relationship and the arguments or whatever is going on, you can start to identify, you know, is this simply just dysfunction or is this serving a purpose to heal? Yeah. Yeah. And is it, is it, is it most of our relationship? Is this really hard? Is there like an explosion in a drama every other week or, you know, multiple times a month? Mm -hmm. No, then you're, you're probably caught up in drama, you know? So it's not healing. Um, I think a, a healthy relationship, you do have your, your bumps and sometimes your, you know, your big arguments, but you, both parties own what they need to own. They both apologize. I talk about the huge importance of apology, apology, Mm. you know, apologies. When you say to the other person, I see the pain I created in your life. Mm. I created pain. I, I did not make it emotionally safe for you. I crossed this boundary and I'm, I take ownership of that because I want you to feel safe. Mm. If you don't apologize, that's when, you know, if you don't apologize, well, that's when like a partner doesn't let something go for years and it keeps coming up and up and up because that pain wasn't seen or heard. Truly. Yeah, I think that's I think that's good because then that creates a space for um real forgiveness and, and it and yeah. it eliminates the resentment that could happen, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Because totally. it's how important that how important is that for women for for guys to like really own things in, in a relationship, whether it's huge. Like, I mean that this is why women won't let go of something for months. Mm. You know, uh it's or it's one of the main reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, because she went and she said this hurt and he's probably like pulling back. He's like, oh, don't blame me. Don't blame me. Don't blame me. You know, and she's like, and it depends on how she does it too, right? If she is blaming, if she's emasculating, if she's very masculine and aggressive, then of course, that's not going to lead to resolution either. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like that other perspective as well, because one of the biggest challenges for most men in terms of owning those pieces is that they're blocked by shame, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so from, from the, from their partner's side, you know, if they're blaming them quite a bit, it's just compiling the shame, which is, it's, it almost makes it heavier for us on the, on the masculine side to like own it because we want to own it, but we then feel so much shame around it. It's just like, Oh man. (laughs) Well, yeah, you're so right. I mean, when a lot of women use blame as a form of control and emasculation. Mm. Yeah. That's the way that they control a man. They keep him whipped and controlled, mm. uh, so he won't feel good about himself. So he won't leave. Mm. That's yeah. very interesting. So for the guys out there that 
you know, maybe they identify that as a piece. How do they work with their partner to identify that? Like, is that something that they should have like a third party in on to kind of- Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it's absolutely needed because the parties won't want to recognize what they're doing. Mm. Um, if, if If I'm still terrified of not being enough, I'm going to blame the man that I'm with a lot and just make him feel that I'm unhappy. So he feels inadequate, just like I feel inadequate. And if he feels inadequate, he won't leave me, you know? So you kind of need to address those deeper inner issues. And sometimes a lot of the times you do need a third party, but you know, as a man in a situation like that, it depends. I mean, are you with a woman that's so caught up in that, that she can't separate enough to see it Mm -hmm. or are you with a woman who's willing to see it? And then you can sit and say, Hey, you know, I feel like this, like, this is what's going on. You know, I don't, I want to say, I'm sorry, but not when you're, I was going to say something, (laughs) (laughs) chopping my balls off. (laughs) (laughs) You can say that on this podcast. We say all kinds of stuff on here. Um, No, it's, it's great. It's a really, it's a really, really good perspective. So, so from, from the guy side, like, how do we, how do we create this space to have that conversation with somebody like, or, or any like really challenging conversation? Because from, from like a lot of, uh, from a lot of women's side, I hear, I want my man to emotionally connect with me. And I feel like he doesn't emotionally connect with me enough. I, I hear all the time. And, and from the guy's side, they get the other side. They're like, my partner wants me to emotionally connect with them more. I don't know what I'm not doing in order to do oh, that. Like, oh, I just feel so much compassion. Okay, so what I would say here is ladies, men are not hairy women. <laughs> Wait, what? If you want a girlfriend, go date a girlfriend. Yeah. You know, so you're the feminine, you're the emotional one. Number one, I'd say that. Number two, I'd say ladies, so I mean, I see this like it's such a huge percentage of women that I would say this is significant for most women to hear. Most women think they're emotionally available and they're not. Hmm. You know, so they want the men to connect with them, but they aren't opening up, they aren't connected to their emotions, and they aren't able to open him up. Like a woman who's really in her feminine energy can get emotional connection with men so easily and get them to open up to her because she's very feminine and emotionally safe. Mm-hmm. so do some research on that learn that and when it comes to guys I would say yeah you haven't you haven't really been supported by society into being super connected with that feminine part within you mm-hmm. uh, but you can only gain from so so the women need to do a lot a lot of work on this I, I've yet to see a woman it's very rare to see a woman who's just a natural at mm-hmm. that and it's shocking right because you think women are so emotional yeah emotional doesn't necessarily mean uh, emotionally available Mm. That's a really, really good distinction. I, I like that. And I think um, a lot of times the onus is on the man to like create the emotional no, connection. No, it's a woman. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's really, really interesting. Um, and then, you know, from, from a relationship standpoint, communication is key. You know, communication is, is sort of, um, it's just so important in a relationship dynamic for it to succeed properly. And so I'm, I'm curious as to, you know, one, where do you see some communication between men and women fall through, especially in long-term relationships as the relationship starts to go further? And, and, and two, what are, some, um, what are some tools or what are some things that people can do in order to 
in order to cultivate healthy communication within the relationship? Yeah, well, I mean, number one, develop healthy communication with yourself. That's where it starts, mm. you know? So if, if you don't even know what you're really feeling, but you're feeling angry and frustrated and everything, you don't know why, you don't kind of spend the time to get clear yourself, you're not going to be communicating that. Um, so, you know, you have to develop intimacy with yourself so you can develop intimacy with someone else to start with. And, you know, over the long term, you have to know that, um, it's, it's mismanagement, what I call mismanagement. You know, it's kind of like anytime we have something like I have this beautiful Apple computer. And I remember like when I first got it, it was like shiny and like, I never dropped it. And I think in the last month I dropped it twice (laughs) because I'm just like being a little more careless. So you know, as your relationship progresses, it's still need. It's, it's not, it needs, it needs you. It needs you to have a plan for it. It needs you to have a vision. It needs you to have uh, moments where you're communicating each other. Are you both so tired? Are you both so overstretched? You're drawing too much from each other. I mean, there's so many dynamics where we just get comfortable, where we don't have a vision. We, we don't, we aren't intentionally uh, creating a, a deep connection because we're just in that relationship and we just let it go. Mm. And so you have to have a plan, you have to have a vision and, and, you know, you have to spend that time for <laughs> emotional connection with yourself and with your partner. You have to be intentional about it. So some tools it's, it's, um, you know, I think I wrote an article for man talks, which by the way, I just wanted to say thank you so much for always being such an awesome partner and everything you guys are up to. Of course. Likewise. I'll, I'll save that to the end. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, like there's an article where I wrote where this, this woman came to me and she's like, I'm authentic with my partner. And I was like, okay. And, and she was like, yeah, the other day I was pissed at him and I told him that he just annoyed me. And I said, <laughs> and she's like, I'm being real. I'm being vulnerable. <laughs> and, and I kind of started asking her questions and it turns out that she was feeling depressed. She was feeling insecure and it was coming out through irritability on her poor partner who was just trying to make her happy. Mm-hmm. So there was actually no authenticity there. That's what I call drama. When you don't get to the real issue, the real emotion, and you're just like ping ponging back to each other, breaking each other down. So, so yeah, so clarity, emotional clarity within yourself and learning to communicate it with your partner. Mm-hmm. Huge. I, I, it's, it's absolutely massive. And we'll, um, uh, we'll, we'll put the link for the article in the, in in the episode in the show notes because it's, it's a, a must read no <laughs> no it, it really is it's it's actually one of like we have thousands of people every single month that come to the website to read that article oh really um, yeah wow. every every single month really? thousands thousands and thousands of people come to read that article i kid oh, you wow. so wow. um so we'll put it in the notes so that people can check it out like <laughs> my reaction right yeah, you're like what wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably should have told you that's a no <laughs> <laughs> um so so okay so let's shift gears quickly to intimacy and i feel like we could do a whole other segment on intimacy and maybe yeah. we will um but what are some of the keys between you know the masculine and feminine dynamic to create deep intimacy not sex because you know i think there's a big distinction between just sex versus intimacy and um how 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 can we cultivate that whether it's within our relationship or whether you mean specifically couples or you mean specifically couples let's do let's do couples specifically well i mean again understanding each other i just did a you know i i talked about uh sex and men recently and how uh for most men sex has been the gateway society has given you for intimacy 
mm-hmm. um, you guys aren't allowed to, or, or it's not uh, as normalized for you guys to hug each other, embrace each other, have affection outside of your relationship with your woman and express or have releases outside of sex. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's not that common to see men a lot being allowed to break down and cry and be really, you know, have that release. Mm-hmm. And so for men, sex with women is a huge way in which they get this intimacy piece and, and, you know, they get this, their affection. And so sex is hugely important for men. It's for women as well, but you know, and, um, so how can you have intimacy, emotional safety? Mm-hmm. You know, emotional safety. Can I tell you my truth, even if it's inconvenient for you? And will you still let me be my own person? Mm-hmm. Can we can we still talk about that? So that's one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I was going to say it's it's very powerful because it's from like a lot of the times what I see is is women are looking to come out, like connect emotionally, and yeah. that's that's what like sort of breeds the intimacy for them. Mm-hmm. And men are looking to connect physically, and yeah. that's that's how they feel connected. And then that's how they a lot of the times will um, like emotionally feel open. And so it's kind of like this exactly where we're both exactly. trying to come at it from the same sides. But from what I've seen in the in the past and what I've learned very deeply is that oftentimes when we take the first step, especially as men, if we take the first step to make sure that there's emotional safety there, it allows the physicality to be so much stronger for that. For women. Yeah. Yeah. So well, if if this sounds good to you, Connor, I can put myself, I can tell you the perspective of a woman, Mm -hmm. how to do that for women and then how to do that for men. If you lay it on, lay it on us. Okay. So for women, um, women need to be heard. Mm. And not fixed. And that's very hard because in masculine energy, you're trying to fix all the time. It's like you're in your head. I mean, I'm trying to fix. How can I, how can I make this better? How can I contribute? How can I protect, provide, and fix? Uh, but the feminine uh, is about feeling. So uh, just imagine that a woman has like a, a, a ton of like uh, chaotic energy inside. And just you sitting in your masculine presence and listening is helping her get it out of her body and being. Mm. You're just, you're just, just by being there and asking her clarifying questions. Mm. So how do you feel? Why do you feel that way? What's going on? And then empathizing. Oof, that must've been hard. She, she wants empathy, right? She wants to be, she wants to know that her feelings have a right to exist. And then when she feels known, it's an electric connection that then leads to her wanting uh, sexual intimacy. Mm. That's and awesome. wanting to open up. Now, if you give her this emotional feminine connection, but you're not showing up in a masculine presence, that'll turn anyone, uh, any man into a really cool best friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this is, again, I tell women like, um, he's never going to be your girlfriend or your therapist. Mm-hmm. Not if he's in his masculine, like he's going to, he's going to be able to connect deeply with you, but, but let him be a man, let him be in his masculine, you know, and, 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 and then you'll see, and you'll see how he will just begin opening up to you in such a beautiful way. He'll tell you his innermost thoughts, like who he is in the deepest part of his being. And he'll start opening up to you because you're creating that safety, mm. you know, but, but if you create a, if you get him to open up but then punish him and then you're blaming him and then you're chopping his balls off and then there's a ton of drama, he's just not going to feel safe to open up. Yeah. You know, and if you don't have your own sense of of self-value and you're not making yourself happy and you're trying to derive all of this from him, again, he's not going to feel emotionally safe. He's going to start closing up. He's going to feel that he can't make you happy. And that's, that's, what's going to happen. So he can't open up. Right. And then from the male perspective, I would say that, yeah, ladies understand that what I said before, like most men were not given the societal support to have any sort of release outside of sex, primarily as a gateway to intimacy. And physiologically, you know, I talk, I've talked to a lot of 
thousands of men how you guys build up sexual energy every single day. You need that release for a lot of men daily, you know? And so you need to understand that if a man has all this sexual energy, he can be easily aroused. And so he wants to go there and he wants to release. And then that can be an, a gateway to really opening him up. And so for a lot of men, it's sex first, emotions later. For women, it's emotions first, sex later. So you guys are going to have to meet halfway. And you have to understand that you can't turn your man into a woman because you'll lose attraction for him. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a separateness where he is a, a, another person. You know, he's another being and that's actually what creates electricity and, and has you kind of both going that way. So for women, an easy way to ask is to say, honey, um, can't, uh, honey, I'm going to give you a way to win. You know, can you listen to me for 20, 25 minutes? I just have all these emotions. All I want you to do is to be here and ask me questions and empathize for 20 or 25 minutes. Just get it out. I like it. Yeah. I, I call it position permission and empower. Right. So it's like position what you need. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, ask for permission and then position like, Hey, is this a good time to talk right now? Whether it's yeah. guys or yeah. whether it's yeah. or women just saying like, Hey, is right now a good time to talk? Because he might be in this space of like being so stressed out or totally or like in the middle of work. And it's just like, no, right now it's not a good time. Totally. Um, so, you know, permission position. And it's like, Hey, this is what I need to talk about. And then empowering them by saying, okay, so this is what I need right now. I don't need a, I don't need an answer. I don't need a solution. I don't want some like, you know, plan about how we're going to overcome this. I just want you to hear and empathize. With yeah, totally. As, as a man, then we're like, cool. I know yeah. exactly <laughs> what to do and I can fix this, right? Like that is a form of solving exactly. just by listening. Right. And then we exactly. feel so good. Like, okay, I got this. I can do this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Bravo. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to quote you on that one. Perfect. I love it. Um, so Jordana, we're, we've run out of time. This like oh. flew by. It flew by. It's so good. Um, but I'm sure that, uh, I'm sure that we can have you on for uh, you know, like another little session, or maybe we can do like a little Facebook live in our community. Oh, I'd love that. We could get people asking questions. Yeah, yeah that would that would be that would be really right. good. So, um, so, anyways, if you have questions, if you want to learn more about Jordana, please check her out. Uh, where is the best place for people to find you? Um, so, people can find me on my Facebook personal page under my name, Jordana Tocacelli. I post daily relationship content there, and uh, women can join my free support group on Facebook called the High Value Woman. Awesome. Awesome. So for all the ladies out there, <clears throat> check that out. Um, you can go to themantalks.com and to check out more blogs, more podcasts, uh, some of the videos from our live events. You can check out uh, our, our exclusive Facebook community. Um, there we've got about 500 men in there right now, which is pretty awesome. Yes. Check that out. Uh, and just stay tuned. Stay tuned. We've got some exciting guests that will be coming up. We're launching in San Francisco. That's uh, exciting. Yeah, we're launching here in New York in April. Bump, bump. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> so good. So stay tuned. And Jordana, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me, Connor. I am a huge believer in Man Talks, huge supporter. So thank you. Thank you.